is July 31st. Welcome on in to Daily Cards Live here on ClabesOnline.com, brought to you by Royal Banks of Missouri and Munganash St. Louis Acura. I am Joe Roderick, joined alongside by Bob Ramsey and Rammer after the Cardinals weekend as we approach the trade deadline tomorrow. Much like uh, my shoe collection, no more Jordans left on the uh, Redbird roster. That is good. Thank you. That's good. <laughs> I like it a lot. Jordan um, Montgomery and Chris Stratton to the Rangers. Jordan Hicks to the Blue Jays. Still more to come as we're about 23 and a half hours away from the 5 p.m. Central trade deadline on Tuesday, which, by the way, Rammer, you and I will be going live for Daily Cards Live at about 4.50 or so tomorrow around there, and we will stay with you through the trade deadline and get you all of the last-minute deals as they come uh, as they come through. But we've uh, we saw two moves yesterday. Uh, your assessment on what the Redbirds did? Well, no surprise. And, uh, you know, I think they did – they're doing what they have to do. I think now, 23 and a half hours, I, I'm predicting that um, at least two position players and one more pitcher will be moved. Okay, so two position so, players. They've got a glut of outfielder DH types, and they have a glut of middle infielders. They've got to, they've got to clean some space out. Now, that doesn't mean off the big league roster, mm. for instance. Could so you think Mason Wynn will get traded? Could you? Well, you'd hate, I'd hate to see it, but I'd. if if you're committed to uh, if you're committed to Paul DeYoung, okay. Um, no, but but could you see a pack? I'm just trying to come up with an example. I'm not advocating it, but let's say you traded Luke and Baker and Tommy Edmond for something. Now you've uh, you've you've uh, alleviated some of the pressure at middle infield and with that dh stuff by the way luke and baker is killing it at memphis absolutely killing it he might be a guy that i think keep an eye on he's not going to play here he's too old to wait another year for goldschmidt man i unless there's something in his game that makes big league people shy away I think you got a shot to move him. The uh, the Cardinals, uh, the the moves they have made already. We we saw just you know some middle of the pack prospects coming back, uh, top ten in or around about top ten in organizations coming back, and these are guys that you're you know you're going to take a flyer on. You're going to see how they develop in your system, and maybe we see them at some point. But these are they they were all traded for players who were not going to be on this team next year. They tried to come to terms with Jordan Hicks. Didn't happen. I think if Jordan Montgomery pitched a lot better and the Cardinals were in playoff contention this year because of Jordan Montgomery's pitching, they probably would have extended him too. And they probably would have worked on a contract with him, but they knew, okay, you know what? Probably not in the future for us. We're going to move on from him. Maybe, you know what? Maybe they look at maybe re-signing him this offseason. Maybe that is somebody that they liked enough and they knew they could give to somebody as a rental. What I what I am really struggling to to watch on and I know it's social media and I know it's a cesspool out there, but to to see people complaining about what the Cardinals get back in return as if 
They are experts on the Rangers and Blue Jays farm system. And as if the possibility was out there that you could trade Jordan Hicks to the Orioles for Jackson Holiday. I mean, it, it just amazes me what some people are complaining about with this. And the fact is, Cardinal fans have never been in the position where the team has been sellers like this at the trade deadline. We don't know what we're getting. Well, even doing radio today, I haven't I haven't heard any of that. In fact, would oh, you open the phone lines today? No. On, on oh, radio, you oh you got to open the phone lines on a day like today on our radio show. Um, and it's really been for weeks and weeks talking about you're not going to get you're not going to make a deal at the deadline and get the ace or the closer you want. That's not how this works when you're a seller. It just doesn't people people just don't get that. But you make a really good point. It's been a generation of fans, a little more than a generation of fans um, that haven't seen the Cardinals in this position. So if people are saying some crazy stuff, it's because I think they don't know how to react to it because it's not been around it. Right. I, I, I mean, the last time and what's crazy, I mean, take so what year are we talking about? What, what last year, they were this far out of playoff contention that they would have been sellers. Nineties, but they wasn't even this far out. Yeah, but I mean, you had some players, and you kind of moved them. You didn't want to pay them. Um, I'll look up the, some of the transactions in the early nineties, but see, that's a different situation too because that was an ownership group that wasn't interested in being owners anymore. So there were some other extenuating circumstances, but that's the last time I you kind of got rid of good players. The uh, Cardinals front office, well, John Mozeliak came out and said that they are not trading Nolan Arenado. They're not trading Paul Goldschmidt. So this is not going to be a complete and total rebuild that uh, that, that no. some fans might think the team needs. And I know that it worked for the Astros. I, I know in the Astros right now, are playoff contenders every year and have good players coming up through their system every year. But just, I mean, look at what they went through and look at some of their records when they first made the switch from the National League to the American League. You don't want that ever. And it would be just miserable, miserable times and a miserable summer in St. Louis if the Cardinals were losing 105 games a year. I think... um... I think there's a segment of fans who say they want that, but they have, again, haven't lived through it. And then there's a segment of our media, which I think maybe represents a segment of our fans that um, really want ownership in the front office to suffer. I, I don't really get it, but, but they almost are act with glee when things go wrong. And um, I don't really understand that either, but I'm convinced that there is a segment of our media and fans that feel that way. Yeah, and I, this is this is an ownership and a, and a front office that has given you 20 years of winning baseball right now. And, Almost 25. And, and and to be honest, I'm okay. I know that the there were glaring needs going into the season with pitching with starting pitching. I get that. We talked about that. The concern was always there, but for the Cardinals to their record to be as bad as it is this year, it still kind of is an anomaly for yeah. how bad it is because yes, the starting pitching has not been good. Some of the worst in baseball, 
But what was it up last week? 24 blown saves on the year? 24 blown saves? That's not the rotation. That's not the starting rotation. Those are closers. Those are relief pitchers that you relied on last year to get you into the playoffs. So, By the way, let me give our, our fans a head, heads up. The Cardinals' problems won't be fixed tomorrow at 5. No. it's These are just the first baby steps into getting back into contention, and it won't be till probably March before the uh, rebuild is complete. And I say complete with air quotes in that if the team is a contender, then there'll be buyers this time next year to fill in what other whatever holes have exposed themselves. Um, look, you may, from what you have right now, you may need 10 new pitchers. You might need 10. Yeah. Here's what I know you do need, an ace and a closer. Then what do you do to fill in between them? But if you don't get those two this winter, um, the folks who wanted a complete sell-off will end up being right. One name to uh, to kind of look for these uh, these next couple days, I, I guess. I mean, I know we've mentioned Mason Wynn um, a couple times here on the show about yeah. – if Paul DeYoung gets moved, maybe it is time for Mason Wynn. Another name no that maybe. I kind of was no maybe about it. I, I don't care if the young gets, I, you know, I, well, you I don't am, hold the Cardinals accountable. Well, I'm just going to rail on this show and on my radio show. Mason Wynn needs to play. There, there's no logical reason. You've got to find out what you have. Yeah. Because you don't want to go into next season going, oh boy, this kid's overmatched. We didn't expect this. And then you got to, I mean, you got to find things out. That's the only silver lining to this ugly, dark storm cloud that's hanging over Bush Stadium this year. I uh, I do wonder when, if, um, as, as you look through some names, because I know the latest pipeline, uh, Gordon Graceffo is listed as being a guy that is going to be up with the big league club in 2023. Um, now that three pitchers have been traded this weekend, and we'll see what the future looks like for Jack Flaherty, for uh, Gallegos as well. I, I do wonder if we see Graceffo at Bush Stadium tomorrow. Uh, for the uh, for the game, and maybe not activated till after five o'clock, but maybe at the ballpark. My prediction: at least one pitcher, at least one infielder, and at least one outfielder are going to be dealt. That's my prediction. If you are interested in uh, any of the other stuff, so if you go to MLB.com, you go to the MLB pipeline and you look position by position and see what the uh, what the Cardinals have. In their system, uh, Graceffo number three ranked in the system right now, uh, behind Mason Wynn and Tink Hens. Another name that we have not seen yet this year, who is expected to debut in 2023, according to the MLB pipeline, uh, is Moises uh, Gomez. Um, he's a uh, he's another name that's out there. Now, that- here's what's funny: they say Gomez, I guess, because he can play outfield, but Baker is having a year that's three times better. Um, We've already seen him, though. I, I don't know if Baker is uh, – Baker right now, 28th-ranked prospect in the Cardinals farm system. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I'd be curious to find a ranked – a guy who does the ranking and ask him why. His numbers are marvelous. Defense? I don't know. if you. I mean, it didn't seem to bother the teams that had Pete Rose. 
<laughs> just compare Luke and Baker to Pete Rose. My point is, if you can hit, they'll find a spot for you. Oh, absolutely. That was, I mean, that is, those are life lessons that I'm already teaching my son at the age of 10 right now. That is absolutely 100%. I mean, yeah, your glove doesn't matter if you can hit three, 300, 400. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, they will so, find a place to hide you. Now, maybe it's because he's 26. Oh, well, the bloom is off the rose. I don't know. We need to find out about that. We need to do some investigative reporting where he stands, not just with what the Cardinals think, pretty obviously obvious what they think um but what what's the rest of baseball think about this guy who's killing triple a this year as we uh as we sit here moves that have been made today the cubs acquire yamir or yamir uh, candelario uh they uh they from i don't, I don't know what team he would uh from the nationals from the, uh, oh, from the nationals play third base wisdom will become a part-time guy i guess right yeah, uh, Brewers also they acquired Marcana from the uh, from the Mets, so they uh, Brewers are headed in to um, try to win the um, the they NL Central. They need another bat as well. D backs acquire Paul Seawald from I believe the Mariners, uh, 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 and one of the more interesting moves that has been made today as I scroll down to get the specifics of it, the Guardians traded Aaron Savali yeah. to the Raves. One of their one of the members of their rotation, they are one game behind I, right I now in the, of the Twins in the AL Central. Um, I didn't get it unless they're playing the defeatist game saying, yeah, we could win the division, but we're not good enough to win a World Series. So what's the point? I hope that's not what they think. That'd be a tough pill for their fan base to swallow. Yeah, and I I just went to look, too, to see, because I know Tristan McKenzie has been on the injured list uh, pretty much all year for the Guardians. Uh, and I know he was I, he was big in their plans this year before he got hurt. Yeah. I, I mean, right now... They have uh, the the Guardians have Shane Bieber, Cal Quantrill, and Tristan McKenzie all on the injured list. So unless they have starters that are close to being healthy and are coming back, and they could have parted ways with one, I don't understand that. If you're one game back, that's that's a tough sell to your fans. I think so too. I agree with you. So uh, yeah, 24 hours from now, well, 23 hours from now, Rammer and I will be back. We'll get you the bootlegging starting lineups tomorrow uh, before. Is it, uh, yeah, Rockies. Yeah, Rock, uh, Rockies in town tomorrow, right? Mm. Not the Rockies. I know Rockies twins? are in town. Twins. Is it twins and then Rockies? Uh, you didn't tell me to bring the schedule with me. I'm sorry. I uh, twins, yes, twins tomorrow, and then the Rockies this uh, this weekend. That's what by the way, the what, Rockies are already in town. Would they get a week off? I I don't. I mean, they're selling too. They they traded Randall Grichik and uh, and CJ Crone to the uh, to the Angel Angels. Angels are going all. You know what? They are they so to. far. Yeah, they said we're keeping Shohei, and they're just going to trade for parts and try to put it together and make it work for Gritchick, uh, for them to get Shohei to play in October. Gritchick was injured to start the year, but since he's come back into the lineup, he's been the, uh, in my opinion, has been the Rockies' best hitter. Um, and so he's going to help them. You put him and Trout, who were drafted right after each other um, in that year, um, 
put them in the same outfield together, that lineup will start to take shape. I don't know if it'll be enough to get to postseason, but they're making a run. Yeah, we will. Uh, we will have all the trade news for you uh, tomorrow, before, during, and right after the trade deadline comes and goes at five o'clock. Uh, Claves and I will be on at noon, uh, also tomorrow too for the lunch show. Claves uh, at the Cardinal Golf uh, Golf Outing today, so oh, we nice. didn't uh, have a chance to do the show this uh, this afternoon. So we will be back with you tomorrow for another show brought to you by Munganat St. Louis Acura and Rammer Royal Banks. Royal Banks of Missouri, over 60 years and uh, in our market, meaning not just St. Louis, but St. Charles County on the east side in Granite and Jerseyville and in northeast Missouri. And each and every branch feels like your hometown bank at Royal Banks of Missouri, where better service means better banking. We will talk to you tomorrow and get you all the latest from the MLB trade deadline and see what the Cardinals uh, part with tomorrow as they are sellers at this deadline. Paul DeYoung, Tyler O'Neill, Dylan Carlson, Giovanni Gallegos. Who, any other names? Throw me other names or Jack Flaherty. I, I think that's all of them. Is that all the, the names to, to look for? I think um, I think there's four or five names you take off the list and everybody else um, stay close to your phone. All right, we will be with you tomorrow for another edition of Daily Cards Live right here on ClavesOnline.com. At St. Louis Acura, we have over 100 new Acura models and over 160 pre-owned models in stock or on the way in May. Get 4.9% financing for up to 60 months on 2023 Acura MDXs, TLXs, Integras, and RDX models. Or get a certified rate as low as 3.49% on certified TLX and MDX models. And you can earn up to $1,500 in loyalty incentives. St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you.